Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. We are your hosts, Alice and Carol, and we are the founders of Fulfilled After 50, the premier group of supportive women living life after 50 on their terms. This podcast is a filling station for women committed to living the life they desire and deserve after 50. So join us each week for your fun dose of inspiration and healthy tips you can use every day so you can live the healthy and fulfilled life you desire and deserve. Hey, everybody, it's Carol Clark and Alice Edgerton, and we're here for your latest podcast, Fulfilled After 50, your filling station for everything awesome after 50. Exactly. Yes. So today is the seven principles to live by. So we're just going to go through uh, seven that we feel are Mm -hmm. important to the way happiness and abundance comes into life. I think sometimes there's a misconception of the way that we think that happiness is supposed to come about. So the first principle to live by is, you know, one day we may not be here. So it may be 50 more years down the road. It could be 50 minutes. It could be just the next second. We just do not know. But instead of being in fear of the unpredictable, it is to embrace it. Mm -hmm. So it's not a recipe to be reckless, but it's a recipe to learn how to live fully in the moment that you're in. Because I think, you know, it's really important. I don't know, I can't remember who said that quote, but it's people won't remember what you did. People won't remember what you said, but people will remember how you made them feel. That's absolutely right. I so agree with that. And there's no reason to wait until you have a tragedy or an illness or that sort of thing. It really is one of those things we have control over today. And so why not take advantage of that? So Alice is absolutely right. Life is short. We hear that all the time, but really internalizing that and figuring out how we're going to make the most of today. Yes, exactly. Just one example, like what we're talking about in this one principle is my sister-in-law passed away. It'll be a year next month. And it was six people standing room only and every person that walked by us the one thing that they said is she made me feel like I was her best friend if we were in a room of a hundred people and she was talking to me I felt like I was the only person there right that's a primo example what a tribute I know right So the second one is really, really important that you understand this one too, because I don't think people really understand that if there is something that you have in your mind, a dream that you want to have, and you feel like it is not achievable or accessible, Mm -hmm. if there is one person on this planet that has done it before, you can too. 
Right, and even and if they haven't done it before, the sky's the limit. I mean, yes. I know I was raised that way. There's nothing you can't accomplish. Exactly. And internally, really, we have to believe that. Yes. If we don't fully believe that, then it's not going to be something that's attainable. Yeah. So we do have control over that. If it's going to happen, you just need to take control over it and know that you do have the ability. You have the wherewithal. Right. And if you don't know that right now within you, then there's resources out there, plenty yeah. of them, and you can find a coach, you can just research it, you can just continue to learn constantly, and you can attain whatever it is you set your mind to, and exactly. you deserve to be happy. Yes, yeah, so, you know, I, it's always easier when you have, like, examples like you can look at, so one of the people, like, I always attribute that to, if I feel like there's um, a technology stump that I can't get through and I am so frustrated, I think about Roger Bannister. It's a perfect example. In 1954, he broke that four-mile-minute barrier. Mm -hmm. And men and women had been trying to do that since 1886. So he did that in 1954, and since then, 1,400 people have done it since then. Mm -hmm. So that's one example to think about if you feel like an obstacle is too hard to get through it Just know that if somebody else has done it you can too, right? Totally agree. Yeah mm -hmm. So we're hitting on the third principle today and that is Nothing is worth it if it doesn't make you happy Right, did you know that they've done studies of people at the end of their life and the biggest regret people had is that they lived for other people and not for themselves. Exactly. They didn't acknowledge what it was that would make them the most happy. And so they spent their time just trying to make others happy. And in the end, that was something that was very disappointing to them. It was probably yeah. their biggest dis disappointment in their life. And as women, a lot of times, we're so used to taking care of everybody else yeah. that our own needs end up going unmet. And you will actually find that your happiness quotient will go way up if you are actually experiencing and doing things that make you happy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if it doesn't make you happy while you're doing it, if it doesn't make you happy and it's making you better, then it's not going to be worth it in the end, the result of that, right? Like this so dog is making me so happy. <laughs> so cute. Life is real when you have animals, guys. They're That's unpredictable. Right. They're right. Roxy wanted to be a part of the video. So, <laughs> so number three, I mean, that was number three. Okay, so number four we're on is be yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't compete with others. Don't compete with something that maybe somebody else has because that is not what happiness is about. You are unique in you. You are given unique gifts that are already in you. So don't try to compare yourself to somebody else or compete with somebody else. I have a hard time like getting through that. It took a lot of growth for me to get past that point because in the outside world, you know, I always think about, oh gosh, that person's got so much, they're so happy, but mm -hmm. I feel like social media really just distorts that, right? Right, right. I think there's two things that have helped me through that, because I do agree. I think I've spent so much time trying to make everyone else happy. And right. Sometimes I don't even know 
what would make me happy. I think I spent a lot of time not really being sure because I was focused on everyone else and whatever made them happy, I'm sure that would bring happiness to me. Whatever I could acquire next, that's gonna make me happy. One of the th two things I think, and one of them is uh, just making sure that you actually take time to evaluate what it is that you value most in life. Because what you value most in life is what's gonna bring you happiness, whether it's family, yeah. whether it's, uh, uh, it could be something that you desperately want, sometimes you know, material things don't really bring us happiness, exactly. even though we think, but sometimes that's right. how you find that out. But knowing what you value the most and then living a life that's congruent with those values. So if you value honesty, if you're living a life that's not as honest, you're going to be inherently unhappy. Yeah. If you believe in faithfulness and you're not living a faithful life, you're going to have incongruence that's and it's going to create um, yes. some some dissatisfaction and lower your happiness level. So really taking the time to figure out, and it can change over time. Yes. I know I created my own little mantra. A lot of people do. I'm a happy, healthy, passionate woman in charge of my balanced life. That includes a lot of things that are important to me. Now I also include a bit about my faith. As I've grown and matured, I've realized that, um, you know, that's a really important part of me as well. So thinking about what it is that you value most right. and then living a life that's congruent with that, I think really helps. Exactly. Be yourself. Be yourself. So you be you mm -hmm. and no one else. And you will have one of the greatest lives. That's right. So that brings us to number five. Everything you need to live the happiest, fulfilled, successful life is within you. So important that you understand that. People seek material things to make them happy and that gives them the greatest emptiness. And I think the greatest example that I feel like in life today at this time is Kate Spade. She had probably, we on the outside looking in, the world as an oyster in her hand. She had every material thing that you could possibly want, but that did not fulfill her happiness and it still left her empty. Mm -hmm. So, right. Yeah, relying on yourself. Sometimes we just don't trust that. We don't trust ourselves. We don't trust that we're good enough or that we know enough or that we're intelligent enough or that we come up with all these barriers. But the right. reality is it really is within you. And if you think about some of the happiest people that you know in your life, it's probably not those that are flamboyant and have all those material things. It's the people who have what matters most to them, what they value, and they have that in their life. There's friendships, family. Yes fun, that sort of thing. So that yeah. really is something that totally is within your control. I think we both learned that happiness is a state of mind mm -hmm. and it, it takes a while for that to sink in. That happiness comes from right here right. and how you choose to be in that moment. Mm -hmm. So, And it takes daily reminders exactly. and not every day is going to be hunky-dory as many of you I'm sure can attest and we yeah. can as well. Uh, but really taking the time to look at your mindset and yes. taking some of those negatives and turning them around, you can actually make a world of difference for yourself and for those that you care about. Yeah. So that leads us to actually point number six, mm -hmm. uh, that is surround yourself with good, positive people. Right. Get that toxicity out of your life. Get away from the energy suckers. Yes. 
Will that be that sometimes friends and family do not understand your level of positivity or your level of energy? But that's okay. Let them run their own race and you stick to your positivity and do not let anybody else dim your light. You go shine bright and you spread that level of positivity and cut out the toxicity. Right, absolutely. So. And if there's someone that you really just, you're like, I can't cut that person out of my life. It's, you know, it's my mom. It's my, I mean, somebody like, you know, you really can't. <laughs> you and, limit and I'm not it. saying, it's, but it could be, you just right. limit your just time. Limit it. And when you're with them, take a deep breath. Use, you know, as Brendan Bouchard would say, use the doorway as your mind change when your you walk trigger, in the room. Right? Your trigger, yeah. So that you know, I'm going to control this conversation. I'm not going to let it bring me down. And I'm going to limit my time because I have to. For your own sake, and yes. And you won't—you'd be amazed. At, you probably have a bigger influence on that person than you may even realize. Yes. So the the closing statement, the seventh principle, is whatever you focus on, it grows and it expands. So to create that happiness within you is to be fully, fully grateful for everything that you have in your life. And honestly, when you are good with what you have in your life now, it'll open so many other doors for you. Mm -hmm. So it's what you focus on, it expands. So focus on the good that you have in your life and the good in others. Right, that's yeah? very, very helpful. Very true, very helpful. And when you're focusing on things, if there's something that you feel like you are not living in congruence with or something that you want to enhance or improve, whether it's your health, a relationship with someone you care about. Like Alice said, if you're focusing on that and you're focusing your efforts on that, you will see that transform. Yeah. And the best way to do that too is just to take care of yourself. So many times we're not taking care of ourselves and then we beat ourselves up daily for what it is we're not doing, right. what it is we're eating. And if you're focusing and you get a plan in place and you start to improve one aspect of your life, yes. you will find the rest will all raise up and your life will truly be transformed. Absolutely. And that's all about focusing on what you what you want, your focus, where is your focus? That's right, so you know, as we leave you, so think about these three things. Leave who you were. The past is the past. It's no good to keep bringing it back. So leave who you were. Love who you are. Learn to love yourself, but look forward to who you can become. That's beautiful, so. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we want you to subscribe to this podcast. If this lifted you up today, if this gave you anything to look forward to, right. to the future, your happiness, just knowing where that comes from, subscribe, share it with your friends. That's right. You can subscribe on no matter what kind of phone you have, Stitcher, iTunes, your computer, you can uh, subscribe for those. We also have a free group on Facebook called Fulfilled After 550. And we are in there daily sharing uh, lots of different tips for improving weight loss efforts, fitness, yes. just your whole mindset, uh, anything that positively impacts your life. It's a great, uh, great friendship yep. and um, 
really with some great, awesome, supportive women in there. Yes, community. So, that's, mm -hmm. that's what we all need. Surround yourself with that positive community. That's right, because our goal is to help you live a fulfilled life after 50. Exactly. That's what we're all about. That's our goal and our mission. So yes. subscribe. Subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Have a great day.